0: I can't tell you how many times I've been around a conversation about pricing for coaching, consulting, courses, and programs. For the past eight years, I don't think there's any difference in the way they go down. But in the past few years, I've gotten quieter in those conversations. Want to know why? Because it defies logic, and I'm not going to debate or argue with crazy. There is a silver lining, though. I can get a pretty good read on a business person based on how they go about pricing their services. There's a ton of coaches and consultants, and each one has had the task of pricing their expertise for the masses. I think I need to put a spotlight on the circus that is coaching and consulting pricing. You're listening to It All Works. This is episode 11, The Price is Right. Pricing an hourly rate for coaching and consulting is a serious endeavor. And pricing those programs and courses are no joke either. Many coaches deal with sticker shock from potential clients and are completely unaware of the eye rolling that might be occurring while someone peruses their sales page. How is it that we've been living in a society that literally puts a price tag on everything and still understand so little about setting prices that make sense? You probably know that there are three versions of a story, your version, their version, and the truth. Pricing is the same, the price you think it's worth, the price they think it's worth, and what it's really worth. So how does someone find that magic number? Well, it's going to take humility, logic, and math. Check your egos at the door. It's time to do some real pondering, and you can use your calculators if you need to. Let's see if we can find a method of pricing your services and courses that don't trigger your facial tics when you say it and doesn't make people choke when they hear it. Come on down. Let's play The Price is Right. Remember that game show? All you have to do is guess the closest to the product's actual retail price without going over. And if you are the closest, you get to go up on the stage and have a shot at winning even more prizes. Well, isn't it ironic? This just might be it in a nutshell. You price too low, you lose. You price too high, you lose. But if you get it just right, you'll have a chance to win big. Thanks, Bob. You just gave it away. Actually, there's a lot to discuss, because it's a foggy subject at best. Warning, some of you might not like what you hear, but I didn't consider that for a second while producing this podcast. Let's say you're a coach of some sort and you want to sell people time to consult with you. How do you arrive at that number? It's likely there is a market for your service. What I mean is, like a commodity, there is a market-formed price range that likely already existed because buyers and sellers have been bickering back and forth for a long time before you entered the marketplace. The market is already established. But before you list your services, you really need to consider how you rate compared to the rest of the market. You have to do this, and this is when you swallow your pride and take a deep dive into Lake U and see what you find. Here's the truth. It doesn't matter how good you think you are. Your prices will depend on how good a lot of people think you are. I made sure to add the words a lot right in there, because it matters. They matter. A consensus of your service's hourly rate is made up of more than a few clients and customers, because a clown can't jack up their prices on the fourth or fifth balloon animal they ever made. Even if you graduated at the top of your class or your great-aunt told you that you have a wonderful gift, nobody will know until you help quite a few people. Any certification you might have earned is proof that you can do something properly and responsibly, and it is not a license to print money. As for friends and family sentiment, keep it in your heart and be happy you have their support. Not many entrepreneurs do. If you don't have the street cred, the answer is obvious. You will start at the lower portion of the price range. I know to some people that might not be what they want to hear, and my advice to you is take a little time for yourself, cry into a pillow, and then get back to work. It's not all bad. The pre-existing market does have an established base price which you can count on. And if you're smart, you'll let people know that's why your price is what it is. You're just starting out, and the transparency can go a long way. You go and be a stellar coach and let them feel like they found the best-kept secret in the world. When you do eventually raise prices, it will be based off your reputation, hands-on experience, and the demand for your time. If you have been looking for a license to print money, I can tell you what it looks like. It looks like positive reviews and recommendations backed up by a full schedule. When you run out of time, time to service clients, that's when your price goes up. You might start by being the $60 an hour coach, and you work your way up to become an icon. Then you can ask for ridiculous speaker fees and charge thousands for the opportunity to have lunch with you. But while you're climbing the ladder to success, don't make the mistake of pricing yourself out. Don't go over. You might believe you're the hottest thing going, and you think you're on fire. Overprice your time, and it will be you who lit the match and burnt yourself. And it's hard to get that credibility back until you prove your worth again. Let me tell you a dirty little story. Not that long ago, I remember this sales coach masochist, who dispensed some brilliant mathematical-derived pricing advice to their pupils. Fresh off the whatever, right out of the package, newbies were given this advice across the board. No matter what these people's experience was, or even their ability, they were told to sell monthly coaching for $597 a month for one-hour calls each week and not much else. I don't know what was up with that pricing. Maybe they had a fetish for prime numbers. I'm not sure. But imagine if everyone in the room was thinking they hit the lottery when they heard this. Yay, I get $150 an hour, you get $150 an hour, and you get $150 an hour. And when the euphoria was gone and the real work began, there were very few that could get those fees and keep them. Sure, some of them did sell at that price, but a lot of them ended up having to refund it. Only a few people who were in fact credible were able to prove and give value. The others took a hit to their reputation so early in their endeavors, they spent the bulk of the following year trying to reestablish themselves just to have another shot at getting their business off the ground. Which brings me to another point of contention. Have you ever heard someone say, if you price yourself too low, people won't take you seriously? And I'll bet some of you might have agreed with that. The reason this argument wins in a middle school debate is because the person getting this advice will buy into it because they feel if they price themselves too low, they won't be able to take themselves seriously. Do you think you're getting taken seriously when you overprice? Not at all. You'll get dismissed faster than Netflix can suggest a new show for you to watch with all your free time. And how about if someone hires you and your value doesn't come close to your price? Oh yeah, you'll be taken seriously all right. As what, I'm not sure, but it won't be nice. Like I've said many times before, there is a lower range in your market, and it should serve you well when you know what it is when you first start out. You should want to be the kind of coach that raises the price over time through your successes, not lower them because of your failure. One thing you won't ever hear me say is try to do what you do for less than everyone else. I don't think that coaches should set up office in the bargain bin. Seth Godin refers to this as a race to the bottom, and it is. Coaching and consulting is a special calling. The people who need them are reaching out for external help. This is not something that people impulse by. There is a cultural understanding that it costs money. The better the coach, the more it costs. The clients that are serious about getting help do not look at price first. They are searching for what they need, and if you can prove you have what they need and a track record to back it up, then they will look at the price. And if it's worth the price to them to fix the problem, they will pay it. There are people that will look at a fair price and still balk at it, and believe the whole world has gone mad. Those people will just have to accept the pre-established market price range just like you. And if you've got your pricing right, you will never have to bend to the will of people who would prefer to save money by squeezing you out of income and self-respect. You still might feel like your prices need to be higher, but you need to ask yourself why. Is it so you don't feel cheap? Does it make you seem less than? Because it doesn't matter, really. At worst, the only thing that happened was a few people got help from someone as talented as you, and it gave a lot of value. Sure, you can whine that you might have been able to charge more and get a few extra dollars in your pocket. But what's the rush to test the ceiling on your price? That's what some people do, long before their schedule is full before the demand for their services become unmanageable, they move the price up. And there's a lot more that can go wrong by doing that than can go right in the long run. There's one really bad pricing habit that can really destroy your reputation. It's when you price your coaching at the amount you need. Your financial needs have nothing to do with the value of your product and should have no bearing on their price either. If you wanna make $10,000 a month, find a way to sell your product or service at a price that makes them valuable and then sell enough to reach your goal. Your time is worth something, and depending on what it is you do, there is a market for that. You might have to start at the lower end of that market's price range in order to build some street cred and get some of your first clients. And if you're as good as you think you are, then you should have no problem getting to the point where you can't fit in any more clients. You'll have every right to raise your hourly rate and people will respect you. At the same time, you'll raise them at a time where you can be sure that it won't put a dent in your sales. As you grow, you'll be offering value along the way and getting better reviews and referrals. All of those will help you. This is the way you can build a good foundation as you become a preferred and valued coach or consultant. And you will likely not have to deal with people getting sticker shock at your pricing. Your reputation will precede you and that should clear the way. Selling your time is challenging, but so is selling your time packaged into a course or program. And this is another way entrepreneurs struggle because again, they really don't know how to price these things that make sense for everyone. There's more to be accounted for when you price a course or program. When I hear someone in their creative flow coming up with the idea for the next program and somehow they manage to touch on the price in the first hour, it makes me wonder who they are trying to help more. Pricing will be figured out after the value is figured out. And the only way to know value is to have it all laid out so you can see exactly what you're giving people. You need to be aware of what problem you're solving for them and how well you do it. Of course, your time has to be considered a lot, and it's not just the time while the course is running. All of your time, right from the beginning. Every minute it took to come up with the idea, every hour you put in building and creating content for it before the launch has to be added in. Then there is your face time within the course and the admin time people don't see during the course. All of the time you spend to create, launch, and make it go off without a hitch. Your reputation and experience will help you set an accurate price. So it stands to reason if people don't know who you are and what you're capable of, you definitely won't be selling at the top end of the market. You improve your chances to justify your pricing through your pre launch promotional stage. That's when you can let them know who you are and your experience, what problem you're going to solve, and outline how you're going to do it. If people hear your story and you can explain it so it makes sense, then there's a chance they will consider you to be the right person to sign up with. Your brand goes a long way to helping you get there. Another thing you need to consider is the lifespan of a course or program you are offering. If you created something that is just for one time, never to be repeated, then your window for making sales from it is limited, and that means you have to set a target you need to hit in order to make it worth your while. If it's something that will be reused, or updated, or repeated, This gives you an excellent opportunity to continue to get paid for your work many times over. Depending on which one of these you do, that can also reflect in your pricing and might be able to give you an opportunity to offer extra value. The nightmare scenario I've seen play out is someone who creates a six-week course and doesn't get paid for the time because they didn't plan it out properly. Even worse, they didn't even realize that happened. They spent 120 hours of pre-launch work and another 60 hours of FaceTime during the course and maybe another 20 hours of admin. And they sold $3,000 worth of group coaching and they felt like they had a stellar boost to their sales. But that only earned them $15 an hour and they gave a lot of valuable content on top of that. Let's just say it was a write-off. They might have thought it was just the FaceTime that counted, but it's so much more. There's a lot of people that would argue that you price something based on how much it's worth it to somebody to solve their problem. But there's a couple problems with that notion. First of all, not everyone has the same price in mind to solve their problem. And second, there's no way all coaches will price the courses and programs the same way for that problem. It's not the automobile servicing industry. Your service and products aren't like oil changes and tire rotations. At least, I hope they're not. Remember when I told you at the beginning it's going to take humility, logic, and math to help you price your services and programs? The humility, or being humble, comes into play when you really consider the value of your work. Everyone likes to boost themselves, and I know you've got to make a living, but being honest with yourself about the value of your work and being able to see it the way clients see it is a powerful thing. You might not have the highest fees in the land, and that's okay. It's better to have a full schedule and sell a lot more courses and programs by having the prices set accordingly. The logic is understanding that you can't fake it and make it. Your price tag won't make people believe it's worth more. You have to prove that. And it's better to do it before you sell it. A high price without any real justification doesn't signal worth, it just signals cost. And people walk away from high costs all the time. You should logically start with a price point that creates success all the way around and build up demand. And you'll never struggle to explain why your prices have gone up over time. The math is taking some comfort that there is an existing market for what you do and you can play within it. Do the math for calculating your time and the value of it. Being able to discover the value of what you do is probably one of the most important equations you need to solve. When you price things correctly, you will be respected for it and it will help you get more business in the future. People will realize that your primary goal is to help them and they will gladly pay you for putting them first. I know a lot of what I said might lead you to believe that I think most people should lower their prices. It's not my point at all. There are people that don't know where to start sometimes and they start way too low and others are too scared to raise their prices even when everything indicates they should. This podcast should help them see that it's okay to raise prices if you can prove you deserve it. There's a sweet spot for everyone's pricing and I hope you find yours. Making it all work. There's something you can do that might help you see pricing a little more clearly. What I'm suggesting is that you look at a few of your competitors and see if their prices are justified. And you can do this by looking at these indicators. 1. Are they new, established, or well established? 2. Do they have a lot of positive reviews? 3. Do they prove they can solve a specific problem, like really prove it? 4. Is their price in line with the problem they are solving? Number 5. How does their price compare to the rest of the market? And number six, does their reputation add value? Take all the answers to these questions into account and then ask yourself. From what you know, what you see and understand of them, are they worth the price they are asking for? And please be very unbiased, it's important. Sometimes we can all be very harsh when it comes to our competition, but it's worth being open and objective in this case. Do this and consider where they place themselves in their market price range. Did they place themselves correctly? When you've done this a few times, take a close look at yourself and figure out where you should place yourself compared to your competition. Then look at your pricing. You might just discover an opportunity. Thanks for listening to the 11th episode of the It All Works podcast. I preferred doing this recording over all the conversations I used to be involved with about pricing. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me from this episode's page on the podcast website, itallworks.com. If you want to join the conversation about this week's topic, I add extra content about each week's topic in the It All Works Facebook group. It's free to join, and you can meet other entrepreneurs making it all work. Thanks for sharing your time with me. Until next week, take care.